Welcome to the second episode of Raise a Toast. I am your host Naisa and I am your co-host Ishani. So today we're going to talk about mental health and well-being. Very important and serious topics. These topics aren't spoken about enough and that's the main reason that we've created this episode. So, to answer a few of your questions, we have a professional speaker and author, Dr. Pamela Gurley from United States. She holds a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from St. Leo University and a doctorate in management from Colorado Technical University. She is the founder and CEO of Clark and Hill Enterprise. Also the co-founder and host of Herspiration Happy Hour podcast. So, how are you Dr. Pam? I am good. I'm good. How are you ladies? We are good. <laughs> yeah. So to begin, um what actually is mental health? Because especially during the pandemic it has been a very very debatable and concerning topic. So how would you like to explain it? So you know what if there's so many ways and avenues that you can look at what you know mental health means because it is such a you know it's a very well-known word i will say that so you're very right that there's <laughs> there's so many ways to do this but really mental health is about your your emotional and your um your what is it your emotional and mental well-being and it's just being able to have cope you know being able to cope with stress being able to cope mm-hmm. with you know just all the things that's in this world i mean you know that there are so many things that can go on if you especially if you have like life traumas and all of those things it's being mm-hmm. able to have coping mechanisms that's going to help your mental state or the state of well-being for your mind exactly um yeah so how can we figure out that what actually causes mental health problems well that's life you know exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. life life in and of itself you know i don't know anyone who does not have some trial you know some any trials i think in order to understand the goodness in life you have to have some badness and but it's the way that your body responds and how you allow it to respond uh-huh. that's going to affect your mental health so yeah. so yeah so it's going to be everything in life can be a stressor and then so here's the other thing i also tell people even happiness affects your body you know you mm. like people have literally become so overjoyed and so happy that they might faint just because they're happy because that then the way that your hormones start to respond that becomes a stressor and this it can be a good stressor even though it might have some negative ramifications behind it like fainting or or anything else like that but yeah so it's just the way that your body responds yeah exactly so um common mental health problems such as depression and anxiety affect one in four people but it's still something that lots and lots of people find hard to talk about so how can we know if someone is suffering from a mental health problem you know ooh, that's the hard part i think <laughs> that's one of the things that we have to tread carefully with because there is something called functional depression 
Exactly. And these are mm-hmm. these are people who are really great at what they do. They go hard, they go hard, they go hard because they don't want to deal with whatever's going on. So instead mm-hmm. of dealing with themselves and their emotions and their feelings, they tend to work. And so then you so they that's what they consume themselves with, which is not really healthy. It's not healthy for the body. It's not healthy, you know, for the mind especially because you have to be able to deal with things. So how do you know if someone has any mental health problems? Sometimes you don't know. You can be on the yeah. outside and thinking that something is is very great going on with the person, but this is why I also say we need to normalize checking on our strong friends. See, mm-hmm. we know we we often know when you can look at somebody and see something is going on if they're crying, if they look, you know, if they're looking down. But someone who is hyper vigilant about everything that they do and are really great go-getters, you don't know really what's going on with them because they mask whatever their situations yeah. are better, better than most people. So the only way that you would know if someone is suffering from a mental health problem is to ask, how are you? Yeah. Not just how are you on the surface, but how are you? Exactly, exactly. So do you think these mental health problems can be prevented? You can't. You can't prevent mental health problems. I don't care how healthy minded you are, you're going to have the highs and lows. One way that you can prevent them is to face them and yeah. and find and find coping mechanisms, but you can't really prevent them from happening. You can't prevent situations from happening. You can literally get a stressor just from riding in the car in traffic. <laughs> but it's yeah. how you but it's how you choose to respond. It's like how are you coping with these things? So that's what that's a way that you can prevent, you know, having um I guess you know severe episodes of things happening, but you can't really prevent, you know, just not having any mental health problems. Yeah. That's so true. So, you know how we all have days when we feel down, but how can we know that this is something serious and has to be taken care of? It's timing. It's if you're feeling down for a moment, that's one thing. If you are feeling down for weeks and months at a time, that's not normal. If you're finding yourself crying for no reason, that's a problem. Uh because there's something that's going on with you that you might not either be willing to face yourself or you know it could be something from a childhood trauma that you have to identify mm-hmm. but that this is the importance of therapy mm-hmm. just so that way you can make sure that when you are feeling down if you're having these conversations but also i think the other thing is to be open with friends have that have an outlet but also understand that your friends may not understand and this is why you need to find you know the proper treatment channels like a therapist or a psychiatrist or anything else like that because sometimes it's sim- it's a simple um hormonal imbalance yeah yeah that's enlightening that's really enlightening um if someone already has a pre-existing mental health condition how can they protect their mental well-being therapy medication just you know and i'm talking regular therapy not not sporadic here and there but if you are going through and if you already have a pre-existing medical health condition i would hope that you are seeing a psychiatrist and or a psychologist and someone that you can continue continually go to you know because that's the only way that you're going to be able to have some level of relief and there's somebody that's monitoring your progress yeah 
so this question is from our instagram question box that as a friend or a relative how can i speak to and help someone with a mental health problem like depression or anxiety be honest i mean you have to be candid sometimes there's a very delicate way but you can also just say you know i really do think that you need to seek seek a psychiatrist or a psychologist or you need to see a doctor or your primary care some you, you need to be able to speak and speak to them especially just like i said asking them hey is there something that you need help with i'm always here you know just if my door is open if you ever need to talk i'm there for you because that way you know what they're you know kind of what they're going through and they're very open but then you can also know mm-hmm. what else are they doing to take care of themselves Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you think could be done to improve mental health before seeking professional help? You know, facing facing yourself, dealing with you. Cuz that a lot of times that's what happens when we deal with ourselves, then we really understand what we need. If we're not if we're running away from our problems, then you really start sinking into having these mental, you know, these mental breakdowns and this this mental stress and these mental anguish that we feel sometimes and then the severe mm-hmm. anxiety as well. You know, mm-hmm. but anxiety is normal, you know, even before I will give an example before I speak and in front of a, whether it's a large crowd or a small crowd, I get anxious, I get nervous, I feel sick sometimes, <laughs> but that's normal. <laughs> but yeah. but that's only but that's not me all the time. that's me based off of a specific event that mm-hmm. i'm just i'm fine with and normally it goes well but you know you always expect you know like oh my gosh i don't want to say the wrong thing i want to make sure i'm this i want to make sure i'm that so i get the anxiety from that outside of that there's very little that i get anxiety over so that i would say would be normal for me it should be normal for most people if i was anxious all the time where i'm jumpy i'm rigidy i'm always feeling like i'm walking on eggshells that is not normal yeah yeah so um lastly are there any legitimate cures for mental health problems you know outside of medication to treat that will treat you know disorders that's hard to say you know there are things that can be remedied there's natural remedies that kind of help your hormonal balance but a lot of times it's it's a chemical imbalance and sometimes mm-hmm. those chemical imbalances can be fixed and sometimes they can't i mean and then when you have things like multiple uh personality disorder or you know any other major disorder those are not always as easy to treat yeah Yes. So I mean I would say is, is there a cure for mental health? There's there's new ways and things that's being found all the time. This is why the DSM, you know, went four went to DSM 5 and you know it started out and it it grew. You know as as you know for for anyone who works in that field because there are new yeah. things that's coming about all the time. especially when you have people dealing with identity now and sexuality now those things are such a prevalent thing that mm-hmm. there's going to have to be there an evolution of treatment for uh, for any of these people yeah so i think that pretty much sums up all our questions we'll be attaching all the solutions below um thank you so so much for your time dr pam thank you so much for having me I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. 
it's a pleasure to have you yes exactly all right so that's us signing off for episode 2 raising a toast with dr pamela gulle stay safe and stay tuned in every monday for more upcoming episodes